and welcome to CFCP's On Air. CFCP's On Air. The podcast looks at migrant and culturally diverse artists and how we can effectively showcase and further develop their talents. On Air also discusses what interculturalism and migration means in a global context and how arts and culture can help in breaking down and highlighting these intolerances. Hello and welcome to this week's On Air. This week we feature Nazarene Golden, multimedia artist and musician Irodanis Sideropoulos. There's a couple of pieces I'd like to sort of pick up on and uh, that would be mainly around about this idea of activism and how it fits in with your art in general. So, um, Yordanis, um, part of the, I believe, part of the lyrics that you have with your performances actually focuses on activism. This was the bits that was in Greek, if I understand correctly. Uh, it was as well on uh, activism, as well. Mm-hmm. Also um, on activism. How do you find, obviously now you're living and working in Ireland, um, how do you feel as though that affects the way that it might be received? Or do you feel as though it's more about the music than the activism at this point with where you are physically at the moment? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, I ha- uh, if I understand the question correctly, um, at the moment, because because I'm away from uh, Greece, mm-hmm. Because I work for an airline company and uh, I got a transfer here in Ireland. Um, the way to go is through my classical compositions. Mm-hmm. So I, it's not, uh, I, I, I'm not there. I'm not there close to the Greeks so I can communicate more directly my messages through my Greek songs. So I, I follow the other path, doing uh, the classical music, which is a universal language, and people understand it uh, uh, the, the same way that they are, the creator understands it, mostly. Uh, if this was the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and I guess also uh, regarding sort of things like translation, because obviously the number of Greek speaking Ireland people in Ireland is limited. Is limited. Um, and the message that you're trying to get across is quite profound in a lot of respects. Uh, but obviously, if you're sort of talking about it in Greek, it's difficult say for a non-greek audience to understand and obviously as i say that's that's quite important to you this idea of sort of if you like the field philosophical side but also the activism side and um whether that's frustrating from the fact that people are not understanding yeah, correctly. Yeah, th- and that's why i have splitted the projects as well so one project is my modern classical and the other one is uh, still and will always be my greek uh, lyrics uh, songs at the moment I'm creating a new album called Steel and Rust in Greek. It's called Atsalikis Kurya. 
and uh, very soon I'm going to release it because now we have the we have this uh, tool called social media, and we can still spread our message. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The l- l- length of uh, the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Nazreen, from your perspective, um, obviously the work that you do is more visual in nature, and it's more universal in its translation. But uh, how much of it is based on your native country, if you like, and how much is based on your experiences? Nazreen, obviously, from as for your perspective with the work that you do, it's more visual in nature than, if you like, um, language-based. But um, most of it must be based on sort of experiences, but also from a native perspective. Could you just talk us through uh, where your art relates in an activism perspective, if at all? Well, I don't uh, consider myself as activist um, at all. I, I just consider myself as an artist mm-hmm. and I uh, believe you're right art is a universal language if um, I don't um, connect with people or I don't re- uh, evoke any kind of emotion mm-hmm. then probably I fail <laughs> mm-hmm. so um, I really believe in peace mm-hmm. and um, no, I try to talk about whatever I want to talk about through my art. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way I know how to do it. Um, mm-hmm. I know other people that they're activists and they're very good at it, so mm-hmm. they can do a better job than mm-hmm. me. So. Because, I mean, some of the work that we've you've presented before has been quite provocative in nature, certainly thinking back to the first exhibition you had with the New Voices of Ireland series, and just wondering how that reflects in the work that you do today. This was mostly photographic work of the female form, um, and again, obviously, women's, um, women's studies, uh, women's... Um, uh, trying to think of the right word now, <laughs> um, sort of um, issues. Issues, exactly, um, are prevalent in a lot of the work that you you did. Certainly, the earlier work that you did. Well, yeah, I was uh, much younger, and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I had more courage to do those stuff. Um, I mean, I, I changed a bit, uh, but you're right. That work was very provocative. And uh, I, I had a message with that work. I just wanted to say I can talk about uh, women's issue openly and I'm not ashamed of it or I have no guilt attached mm-hmm. to it. And I think uh, what I wanted to do is just open up a dialogue. Uh, people come and see my work and just start talking. And uh, I had quite a reaction to it. Um, I, like people that I thought they're going to react, didn't react to, to the work and other people react that they were younger. So, um, yeah. Did I answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you did. Um, it's, it's interesting that you say there that you were younger. Um, uh, do you feel as though both of you now, if you like, uh, as you progress through your careers, the idea to be provocative um, is less prevalent uh, and maybe that you're honing your skills on a more mellow tone these days? 
Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, if you're not provocative, uh, then I don't know what's the, the point in making art, <laughs> in my opinion. And I would like to ask something. Um, at, at the end, at the end, and artists who convey the message of peace, of global peace, Isn't this uh, an uh, activist's uh, um, uh, act? Isn't isn't it an action of activism to communicate peace, as you said before, Nasreen? Yeah, you well, believe in I, peace, I, so I, you communicate peace through your art. I don't have don't any uh, problem, but activist is somebody do something, go outside, talk about the issue. Um, Like, I know you could say whatever you want with whatever tool you have. You, you can do it with your music. I can do it with my visual arts. Somebody is good at talking, um, do it that way. Yeah. But if I want to question, uh, to answer uh, Ian's questions about, uh, about the age, when I was younger, um, the art was for me, even unconsciously, I wasn't even much aware of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. self-discovery so everything i did led to um that i go deep within and understand myself and what i didn't overcome so uh, repressed femininity or women's issue was very big for me on that time because i was living in a country that i felt like i should just prove myself as a woman and Um, I had some sort of anger inside me. I didn't want it when I have my period, people treat me different way or say to me, oh, you have your period because you're acting a bit like nervous or um, the way you talk is different or you smell or whatever you can hear in that context. Um, so I just wanted to express myself and that work. So um was the result. Um, I still keep doing it. Um, there was another project. I never actually got the chance to exhibit it. Uh, it was about, again, women issue. And then um, what the society put on us, the should um, and what not uh, to do and to do, uh, to do and not to do. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, but I passed that because um, I don't have those. I don't see myself a victim. I don't want to put myself in a victim position anymore because even though I thought I didn't, my work showed it to me that I did. That's why I stopped doing that. Um, Very deep what you said. And, and, and later on, uh, I did the same thing. Like if um, you look at my... Uh, salvation uh, series. It's the same thing. It was a self-discovery and it led to, it was kind of healing for me and looking uh, at that images, um, I can understand myself better. But now I want, to, I'm trying to have more universal, um, I don't know how to say it. Perspective. I want to say something that it comes from power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's why I'm talking about peace because um, when you focus on something a lot, you actually give power to that subject. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I don't want to do. Wow, you go very deep. Mm. Uh, Nasreen, you but are I think I think also coming back to what Yudanis was saying as well, um, this idea that um, peace or looking for peace is a form of activism. And also from what you mentioned as well, Nasreen, this idea that even though you don't do something, what you actually do is the act of doing something. So therefore, you are actively participating in a form of activism by highlighting the problems. It's just rather than walking with a placard or through the streets shouting, it's actually visually available through the visual art that you do and the Adanis through the sounds and the music that you make. So you're giving the basis for people to actually activate or um, demonstrate if you want against. And I think that's quite a powerful tool that you two actually have. Um, and it's, it's one of those that how carefully do you use it? Um, I know there's some people who just want to produce art because of the sake of producing art rather than actually because there's a message behind it. Um, and just it's interesting from both of your perspective, because certainly Nazarene, I, I know, fair bit about some of your work if you like um and you i'm coming to you fairly fairly recently if you want but um from my background which was initially within the music industry um my early influences would have been sort of late 70s early 80s punk rock and there was one particular part you showed from the video yesterday that was very much along those sort of lines yeah. Now, for me, it wasn't necessarily the music that was important, but it was the lyrics and what people were saying. It's just music was the vehicle to get the 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 activist the activism exactly. out there. Exactly. Um, just would be interesting, uh, yeah, Dennis. I mean, was that part of the reason for what you do with the Rock Project? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, actually, the first of all, I like playing rock. Well, mm-hmm. when you play rock, it's like playing football. You, mm-hmm. yeah, your body creates uh, serotonin, dopamine. It's uh, it's a celebration of uh, happiness playing rock. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, also there, because we need to write lyrics. Usually, unintentionally. I tend to write about uh, uh, social. I tend to write social lyrics. That's that's mm-hmm. uh, what happens. My intention is just to be happy and to engage with people and to dance. At the end, you need to dance when you play rock. If you can't dance when you play rock, the band is not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. my opinion. That's my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, yeah, we uh, I write lyrics based on social criticism. Mm-hmm. Let's say criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just don't want to have the labels. And I, I understand Nasreen. Okay. We just don't want to have the label of the activists. Exactly. We yeah. try to keep to keep away <laughs> from this. Maybe we are, but we don't want to be called. So we want to be called artists. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's it's um, it's a role every one of us uh, choose to have. Mm-hmm. I am comfortable to be an artist. The language I can speak the best is not by mm-hmm. talking; it's by my art. Mm-hmm. So I am more comfortable. It, it was just by me and not talk about what I do because I think the art should talk 
for itself. Mm-hmm. I would just not talk. So, <laughs> but that's why I, I'm more comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, with your visual art, there is a social element that's involved. I mean, even in the series that you did of repetition, if you want, there was there was a lot there that was highlighting certain issues within um, not just infrastructure, but also um, living conditions, etc. So um, there is a socially engaged, or quite a bit of your art is socially engaged. Would would that be sort of um, if you want, um, obviously deliberate, but how much is deliberate? Mm. It is uh, very much deliberate. Sometimes if I do something that it's like when I start working on um, women's issue, um, I knew what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's just after a while, after a few years, I go back to that work. I discover a lot about myself that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So part of it, um, was self-discovery, but it was intentionally, I knew what my message is and I had a strong message. Um, I'm just trying now to, yeah, like um, identity, human conditions, uh, the concept of otherness. These are issues that I like to talk about mm-hmm. and bring it in my work and uh, just to create, if it's possible, conversation. Mm-hmm. Just Sort of moving on slightly and changing the subject a little bit, um, the the notion of the collaboration that you two did was, in some respects, very personal. I mean, Nazarene, you did an animation of one of Yodanis's pieces, and Yodanis, you performed or composed a piece based on one of Nazarene's pictures. Uh, that's a very intense and a very personal connection that you must have built up. Can you describe how that was built? The connection was through listening to music. I just um, love his music. Like, I just connect. I, we didn't really talk much. We just started to just, uh, like, I could feel everything in his piece. And when I studied about his piece and read the poem and asked him a few questions, I, I just got very surprised because I felt like whatever he's saying, I've got it. I felt it. I think the connection was through his art, his music. That is great. Yeah. Me too. I, yeah. uh, as I said yesterday, also in the Voices, New Voices of Ireland uh, presentation, um, there were some artists that sent uh, their... Uh, uh, apl- applications there are applications for collaboration in the beginning initially um, I had a look I had a look to the, those artists and uh, I found Nasreen to be closer to me because of uh, her style of her projects and I found that the Shahmaran in particular which had me very interested in making music. So I knew what to do since the very, very beginning with Nasreen, mm-hmm. with Nasreen. Mm-hmm. And then, and then as I processed through, as I, uh, as I uh, navigated uh, through her website, I found that Nasreen is a 360 degrees artist. She has, uh, um, she's very cultured and uh, I like people who are cultured 
I adore people who are cultured. Um, it's uh, I always I always try to collaborate with people that I consider higher than my level. Mm-hmm. So always, always, if someone has something more to say than I have, uh, I follow. And so I followed Nasreen because if. If you take a look at her website, nasreengolden.com, you'll find that she has many texts. Uh, she's, um, I, I think, Nasreen, you're a writer at the at the end also. You're a writer, yeah. The texts you have in the website are very well structured, uh, good content uh, in terms of quality. Um, I think you are 360 degrees artist. World I, think I need to hire world. you to be my manager. You can send me very well. <laughs> the world should see more of you. The world should see more of you. Yes. Thank you. And your personality, your, uh, your, uh, the, the things you say and how you say them. For example, for example, you took the poem that I had written and you started saying it in your video. And then, I felt my poem coming back to me with even stronger uh, feeling than the one that led me to write it. Mm-hmm. You, do you? Uh, am I clear in with what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So the poem came back to me through Nasreen's uh, speaking mm-hmm. uh, better than I expected. Better mm-hmm. than she takes something and she makes it better, and this is a very important skill for an artist to have. We should make our uh, the world look better to show the potential of ours mm-hmm. uh, out there. And how much input did both of you had or have, or if any, on the other's work? Huh? What do you How mean much, by input? As in, obviously, Nazarene, your animation, the Adonis, did you have any input into the type of animation? And again, Nazarene, did you have any input into the type or the sounds that you wanted? Or was it just completely left open to the other person? Yes, okay. we did. Uh, we left it open. Okay. Um, I think we trusted each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I knew he's going to do an amazing job. And when I heard his piece, I was so... Uh, like uh, <laughs> like moved proud that somebody made a music that beautiful for one of my paintings so mm-hmm. I, and I was glad uh, I, I mean I, I was thinking should I tell him to use um, you know because it's a Persian mythology it's a Persian story and but goddess and I could just give him some tea but then I, I said no I want to trust him I want to mm-hmm. see what he does. Yeah, because then I mean, at the end she got very disappointed because. From both of your perspectives, you're actually, as you mentioned, Nazarene, you're, you're placing a huge amount of trust in something that, or into somebody that you have met, if you like, only for a few occasions, on a piece of work that is very personal to you because you are the creator of it, and that that does take quite a bit of guts in some respects to actually say look I'm, I'm going to lose the authority and the authorship of this um, even though I produced it in the first place and that's yeah, you're right. I suppose 
Um, a lot of issues that artists have in general is when you're going to form collaborations or when you're working with other people, it's this idea of letting go, this idea ah, that yes. somebody else is going well, to make the authorship. There is something I don't want to be controlled, so I don't control people. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wanted to feel free because if somebody tell me, it's like it, it was collaboration. It wasn't that uh, somebody um, pay me to um, make an animation for his music. It was mm-hmm. just my uh, connection with his music, my feeling. I could have just not delivered. But th- the point was to we enjoy it and have fun with it. And it wasn't like I'm going to pay you and then I want you to create this that way. So, mm-hmm. and I also feel when you um, let the artist to be free to what um, she or he wants to do, then um, the result is going to be good. I mean, I, I'm, I just, yeah, I prefer it that way. Mm-hmm. 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 So, okay. And art can't be filtered. Mm-hmm. If art is filtered, then it's not art.
Listening to CFCPs on Air, the podcast that discusses what interculturalism and migration mean in a global context, and how arts and culture can help in breaking down and highlighting these intolerances. I remember correctly one of the comments you done if you made in the video was um, about almost if you were born to be an artist um, I'd just like to switch that a little bit um, to look at it from the audience perspective um, do you think it's the right of the artist to produce music that the audience listens to or, or interacts with or the right of the audience to interact with the artist's work good question that's a good question. In my opinion, is the right of uh, of the audience. In my opinion, it's the right of the audience to interact with mm-hmm. some artist's uh, work. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that it's it is our right to do. Uh, if I understood well what you mm-hmm. what you asked, I don't think it's our right to try and create something that others like. Okay. Yep. 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 No, yeah. I think that the the audience has to find the 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 treasure in our art, if there is any. Mm-hmm. Uh, not us. Not going mm-hmm. with the trends. I guess in some respects, it's like, as you sort of an entrepreneur yourself, it's this idea that not everybody is going to be your target customer. Um, and so therefore it's finding the right customers. And it's, again, it's finding the right audience for the particular pieces that you do. Um, yeah. And I guess that's similar to the work that you do, Nazarene, as well. Uh, well, if I, like, um, when I create that animation, my intention was to create hope and happiness. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go and say this is about hope and happiness. If you watch it and feel the same, um, then maybe I, whatever I think I'm, I'm going to achieve, then I achieve that. But it's out of my control. You can um, experience a lot of other sort of feeling or emotion with that piece or feel nothing. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's everybody's interpretation of, um, a piece can be different and mm-hmm. that's okay mm-hmm. and just finally uh, what does the future hold for what's, what projects are you working on at the moment both of you uh, oh, I'm almost lost <laughs> on this question I'm almost lost at the, mm-hmm. at the moment I'm working on uh, my new album my mm-hmm. new Greek album. Mm-hmm. We are working with a band on uh, another album. Well, music is easy for me. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, making songs is easy. So I enjoy the process, but I have many. It's my Greek. I have uh, the, the with the band with the Fallen Ones. 
some new music as i said we have the i have the the classical projects now i'm working with a cellist mm-hmm. uh, maybe we're going to re-record the as the leaves fall or we are going straight away for a new album because i i also have maybe i have maybe hundreds of new pieces recorded and that have to go into the studio. How much are you missing the live audience? Um, the live audience. Yeah, yeah. I love live performing. I love live performing. I miss a lot playing uh, live because, uh, not because of the, okay, the admiration and the respect of the world is good. But mostly for the loud sound. <laughs> I miss the loud sound. That's what I miss mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, People like you made me deaf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, I, I don't know, are you playing a musical instrument yourself, Ian? No, I used to take photographs for um, bands uh, all over Europe and all over Ireland. So, yeah, I was the one stood by the speakers. That's why, okay. <laughs> without the earplugs, of course. There is, a, there, there is a lovely feeling when you're on stage, especially if the stage is made of wood. When you play the piano or you play the bass or when the, the vibrations of the stage uh, go through your body, and this is the, the great sensation that I miss. Mm-hmm. This is the stage. The stage has a power. Uh, Scorpion mm-hmm. said, uh, I climb the stage again this night. No, I climb because the, the place is still alive when the smoke is going down. This is true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I miss mostly. Nazarene, do you miss the stage? <laughs> because <laughs> your stage is slightly different it's not wood and it tends to be solid yeah <laughs> vertical yeah i prefer behind us <laughs> <laughs> well i miss uh, um, interacting with people talking with people go to the galleries and uh, when i work with them meet them in person uh, it's very difficult to create connection and make relationship with people through mm. zoom call Mm-hmm. But we adopting. That's mm-hmm. the only thing we can do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention something in about the projects you said. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that now um, I am uh, I, I am setting up uh, an artist's network, which is uh, called musicofrevolution.com. It's a very new idea. It's a very new idea, uh, which is going to incorporate uh, many art genres, from Mm -hmm. music to literature, music, visual art, and literature. That's the the whole idea. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a professional uh, network of uh, artists and of uh, engineers, studios, labels, so we can uh, find collaborators uh, all around uh, Europe at first stage. Mm-hmm. And we already have uh, some uh, Italian people, we have some Irish, we have uh, also uh, Scottish, we have Greeks, mm-hmm. yeah, and maybe maybe we're going to do uh, nice things in the future. 
Brilliant. this uh, network. Yeah. Best of luck with it. I mean, anything that can forward, as you were saying uh, yesterday in the presentation, this idea of giving back to the arts community uh, by investment, then I think is critical because yeah, it's one thing that artists tend to be a little bit shy of is this idea of actual revenue generation, making money. It's about the art themselves. And I think anything that can give back or can actually give uh, a gentle nudge to people that Money is not necessarily a, a prerequisite evil, if you want. Uh, that oh, no, it should it's not. Embrace. So, yeah, yeah. And uh, Nazreen, just finally, projects for you? Um, at the moment, um, I finished one collaboration and I have um, two other, which one is with an artist who's working with um, a gallery in Galway and the other one is non-profit organization in Dublin. So oh, nice. I don't know how much I can talk about it, so I'm not going to go. No, that's fine. Uh, but um, the main thing I'm doing at the moment is um, I read a book called The Conference of the Bird by Farid Dina Attar. He's a um, 12th century Persian poet. And it's um, a story of the soul search for the truth. It's a very beautiful um, a story. It's a very long poem. And it excites me. It moves me. And um, I just read the book. I just mapped the book. And I want to find a sponsor or some fund or um, whoever wants will to work with me to oh. just uh, work on this project because it's has a lot of beautiful, beautiful message in it. Um, the story itself is beautiful. And um, I just can't wait to share this with everybody. Okay. And yes. it's, it's, it talk about everything, everything you need to know to feel happiness, reach to the joy and peace. Mm-hmm. So Amazing. that's what I'm doing. Great. No, thank you. So, Yodanis and Nazreen, thank you very much indeed for your time. Uh, no, don't go. Don't go. Stay I here. Have to. Ask more questions. <laughs> I have to go back to work tomorrow. We're in lockdown. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> work. I'm one of the few that actually has a physical job that I can go to. <laughs> okay, okay. Very That's nice another story. You.
That's all from us for this session of CFCPs On Air. We'd like to thank Nazarene and Iodonis. The musical accompaniment was provided by Iodonis Music and included the pieces The Leaves Fall and Shamaran. You're listening to CFCPs On Air, the podcast that looks at migrant and culture diverse artists and how we can effectively showcase and further develop their talents. 